it has been too long. It has been way too long. It's been four months. I just checked. Four months <laughs> since I uploaded an episode. I am very sorry. Time has been a little bit against me lately. Kind of got a bit off track, kind of gotten out of the habit. But you know what? It's fine. I'm back. And I'm back because I've just finished my second trimester of uni. And there's three trimesters at my uni. And the third trimester, there's usually no classes, but I have enrolled into one class. But it's only every two weeks, just so that I can get that done. And I won't have to do that amongst harder classes next year. So I will be trying my absolute best. And honestly, I'll be sad if I if I end up not doing as well as I am hoping I will. But I will be doing my best to upload regularly now, now that I have time. Because um, I, I finished my content finally. I finished my assessments. I have exams next month, in a month. But that's okay. That's not as, like, doesn't take over my life as much as classes and content, keeping up with content. It's a friggin' nightmare <laughs> to keep up with because it's such a heavy content course. Um, anyway, today we're going to talk about exactly what I'm doing right now, which is rewarding yourself after making it through something that you found challenging. And for me, that has been getting through my content in uni without feeling like I'm gonna die <laughs> and fall through the ground and curl up in a ball and never return. Um, so it was a challenging four months and it's been stressful and it's kind of I don't deal with stress very well. When I feel overwhelmed, it's hard for me to get myself out of it. I'd say I'm a very organized person though. So when I am feeling stressed, I am able to like source it, kind of problem solve it and get through it. But that's not, that's easier said than done. And when I actually try to, it's quite difficult. So what I did was kind of detach from a lot of things that I usually enjoy so I can somehow quote focus on what I'm needing to get done which is the content but it was pretty what's the word maladaptive because it ended up making me miserable and not being able to focus even more even less on uni so I stopped doing the podcast because I literally just, it wasn't on my mind. And I literally, every time I would be like, oh, I should record an episode. Oh wait, it's Sunday. I was supposed to post on Saturday. Cause it's just a thing. I It's just a thing. I just can't post on any other day than Saturday. It's just become this ritual. Um, I've stopped reading. I like, I'm a very slow reader. I usually 
like to read while I'm eating breakfast and then I'll just slowly chip away at a book that I'm enjoying and it's like a nice way to wake up and start the day. I stopped doing that. I stopped hanging out with my friends quite a bit. Like going on big group catch-ups whenever they were going to the city I'd kind of say no I'm too tired because I was literally just exhausted from putting all my energy into work and uni and all the boring stuff. I haven't done art in ages. I haven't made music or anything because I sometimes do that and like that kind of thing. I haven't I haven't picked up my guitar in probably six months. I haven't touched it. It's gathering dust. My brother's using it right now because his guitar string broke so he's using mine but I haven't touched it in too long. Forgot how to play pretty much. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about how you can actually be more productive during that difficult time and then how to actually like recharge afterwards and how to actually celebrate because a lot of a lot of people believe that you can either over celebrate or under celebrate and that there needs to be a fine line and I do agree when you've achieved something you don't want to celebrate it for ages you don't want to like celebrate it to the point where you are not celebrating that anymore you're just enjoying the break and not really going to get back into it very well and then there's under celebrating it where you really aren't giving yourself a chance to recharge or acknowledge or reflect on what you've achieved which is also maladaptive so there's a fine line but in terms of actually making it through that time we're going to talk about that first so first you need to actually recognize that things aren't easy. Sometimes you kind of just dismiss it. You kind of say, this is this is normal. This isn't something I need to be stressed about. I'm just stressed because I'm overreacting. Like, no, you, you need to like allow yourself to feel stressed and acknowledge it, being like, okay, yes, this is challenging, but at least I can recognize that and I... That means I'll be able to get through it because now I know what I need to look for to identify what's causing the stress and how I can combat it. So you need to remember that when something's difficult, it's not going to, it's not going to drag on forever. It will pass even if it takes ages or if it's like, something that you feel like you just can't deal with and you keep avoiding it, it will pass eventually. It's just how it is. Unless you've like murdered someone or something, that's not going to pass. That's just going to be there. Don't do that. Um, but you need to remember that if, if, you, if you're struggling, you're going to have, you're going to reach the end. I can't speak. It's been too long. Um, you're going to reach the end and you need to have a reward in mind to look forward to, to motivate yourself to get to the end. So for me, um, my reward for finishing the content was to go out with my friends and buy some nice things. And um, one of the biggest things that I was using as a, as a um, goal was to have a bath. <laughs> 
because I barely ever do that. I don't bath for washing myself. I bath for relaxing. So I light the candles. I get the music going. I put the bath bomb in. I love the goat soap bath bombs. They're really nice. They're like make the water super silky and like make your skin really soft. It's just very relaxing. It has a nice smell as well. And I'll grab a book and I'll just read in the bath and it's like very therapeutic for me. It's like getting a massage. It's really nice. And because I barely ever do that, it's, it was really motivating to be, <laughs> I had one tonight. I just had one earlier and it was so nice because you're just relaxing, you know, like I made it. Oh my God, I finally did it. I'm so happy that it's over. And um, that knowing that that feeling is going to come eventually is a great motivation to keep going. Knowing that it's not going to last forever is a really important thing. Even just like when I finished my last assessment last week, the next day I went to the shops with my boyfriend and got bubble tea because that's something I don't do very often and I enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be this massive thing. You don't have to go to the city and spend $200 on a fan fancy stuff. Like you just need to do something that you enjoy. Whether that's reading a book or watching a movie that you don't, when you, it just has to be something that you don't do very often or you don't allow yourself time to do when you're in the midst of something more important, you know? But when you're actually trying to get through that, there's a few things you need to do. You need to take breaks. Like you really do. You need to take breaks from not only the work, like just small breaks to help yourself keep going, but I mean breaks from other things as well. And it can be it can be a bit unhealthy because I I took breaks from things that I enjoy a lot, like reading and podcasting and exercise sometimes. Like I would not let myself exercise. Well, I mean, I just wouldn't have the motivation to exercise until I'd finished so-and-so. That you shouldn't take breaks from, but take breaks from things or at least minimize things that don't really help you they more just kind of distract you and I mean like going on social media easier said than done um <laughs> and watching tv stuff like that taking breaks from just things that make it more difficult to stay focused I guess maybe catching up with friends slightly less and then you have that to look forward to once you're done you can resume catching up with them more often. I like to declutter my space when I'm trying to focus on something and that helps motivate me. Using whatever motivates you is a really great strategy. So I like to set goals for myself every month. So I've been doing it for quite some time and often it's only been kind of recently that it's actually started to work because I used to be like, oh, the first of April. I'm gonna, I don't know, I'm gonna start doing yoga for half an hour every morning when I wake up. And you do it for like three days and then you kind of get sick of it and then it, and then it dies off after the first week. When you're doing stuff like that, when you're setting goals and trying to build a habit, it has to be small, it has to be really manageable. 
So last month, I think, October, no, what's before September? August. I mean, I think it was August. I started this, using this gratitude app. Um, what's it called? Let me, let me see, because I really like it. It's really cute. It's called gratitude. <laughs> it's a little pink icon with a flower love heart symbol. It's really cute. Basically, it prompts you every day, whatever time you want, to write something to be thankful for. For example, let me have a look. It will say, what are small things you're grateful for? What is your favorite season? What do you like about it? Um, feel grateful for love and express how sadness makes you realize the importance of the importance of things in your life. Like I'm just reading out from what it's prompted me with in the past, but it just prompts you random things. And the challenges are really good. So I'm currently doing a challenge. It's like a 12 day challenge where you write a letter to someone close to you and why you're grateful for them. So like today it was like write a gratitude letter to a parent or a parental figure. Yesterday it asked me to write a letter to someone who I can call and they'll always be there. Stuff like that. It's just really motivating. I don't know. I've gone off on a bit of a tangent. But the point is focusing on yourself when things are challenging is really important because it helps you kind of keep keep yourself at bay it kind of anchors you back to earth because it can be really easy to just let yourself go and like get swept up in everything and feel like oh my god this is the be all and end all if I don't pass this test I'm gonna my life is ruined there's no going back it's all it's all the end of the world like doing little things like that just like being grateful for how technology assists you in everyday life. Something really basic. It will like help you realize there's more to life than what you're currently stressed about. That's really important. Another goal I think I set this this month, I stopped watching reels on Instagram. And this is something I have been trying to do for a long time. A long time. It's been months and months where I have just gone kind of been a bit obsessed with reels uh you kind of open Instagram you're like I'm just gonna reply to this person and then before you know it you're watching a reel about a cat trying to claw its owner's face off it's it's just so easy to get swept up and your fingers are swiping away without you even realizing it and like there goes half an hour there goes two hours there goes all my mobile data because <laughs> I have limited data and I have to be careful. So I really dedicated myself this month to have no reels unless they're sent to me. Then I'll watch them because it's just polite. But I won't go into my for you page. I won't scroll through reels. I won't. I don't have TikTok or Snapchat or anything like that. So that's easy. But um, it's actually been going really well. It's two weeks now. Fifteen days. I have been real free and I've pretty much gotten used to it. I'm not automatically going, I've caught myself a few times kind of automatically going into it, but then I stop myself before I actually click on any video. I'm like, oh, no, 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 back off. I'm not doing that. That's enough. 
<laughs> and it works. You just have to be really committed if it's something like that. Trying to break a habit like that is really hard. I was almost going to try to do a sugar-free September because it was like fundraising for cancer or something, but I enjoy <laughs> sweet things too much to do that. So I knew I wasn't really going to be able to do that. Not right now, at least. I'll like, I'll do something like that later on, maybe next month. I'll do like a junk food free month. I'll still have like sugar in my tea and whatever, but like I'll try to be on the healthier side because honestly, I have a lot of sugar in my diet and it's probably not very good for my body, but that's okay because I enjoy it. Anyway, back on track now. I'm going to be really cringy and quote... Quote something I read online a while ago that really I think about a lot. It is, be grateful for what you have while working for what you want. Because I think a lot of the time, when you're doing something challenging and you're like, oh my god, this is so hard, I'm not doing well enough, look at how much I have to do, look at how much I could have done but I haven't, I'm not doing this optimally enough. This is messy. I'm not understanding it. You're looking at literally all the negatives and you're, you're wishing that you were doing more. But you don't focus on what you've already achieved. It's really easy to only focus on what you need to improve on but never acknowledge what you've achieved. And a good example of this is when I was in year 12 last year, my English class was um kind of very intimidating for me and kind of felt a bit toxic because we had a lot of high highly skilled students in my class so me being on the more average side and my friends being on the more average side we all kind of like didn't feel good enough ever and when the teacher was marking our work they would she would never say what we've done well she would only say what we need to improve on and what what doesn't make sense and what needs to be more succinct or something stupid. Like teachers need to really help students understand what they've done well. Otherwise they will just give up. They will just feel like they're never doing good enough. And it's the same concept when you are self-evaluating something you're trying to achieve. If you only focus on, oh my God, I'm not exercising six days a week like I plan to. I'm only exercising four days a week. It's not good enough and I'm not running far enough and I'm not lifting enough and I'm not losing enough weight. And you kind of forget that you're actually, you're running four days, you're like exercising four days a week, which is a lot more than you were before and something to celebrate. You've lost, you've still lost some weight. You're still running further than you used to. Like, you've improved but but because you're not reaching a standard that you've set for yourself you you don't realize how far you've come you just focus on how it's not enough and that's something I'm very guilty of I'm just grabbing my scissors because I have split ends and I'm obsessed with cutting them off and it's a real bad habit actually no it's probably a good habit but like it's kind of satisfying to me Anyway, so yeah, I would suggest you really think about that when you're trying to self-reflect because 
self-reflecting and being grateful for what you've actually done already and like acknowledging to yourself just tell yourself say it out loud be like look how far I've come I'm close to the end let's do this don't worry about not doing good enough because look at how much you're trying if you honestly if you're thinking about this the way I'm talking about it you already care enough to the point where like you can't be doing that bad like let's be honest if you're like that worried about doing bad I'm sure you'll be fine because the people who are gonna do really bad they're probably really actually too confident they're like nah I'll be fine oh I studied for like 10 minutes but it'll be fine I wrote notes I'll be right I mean, I don't really care if I if I pass or fail because I'm, I'm sure I'll pass. And then they don't pass. And then they're like, oh, what happened? I I was so sh- I was so sure I would pass. It was easy. I thought it was easy. Anyway, I don't really know anyone who kind of has that mindset. So I'm kind of just taking a shot in the dark. But anyway, moving on to once you've actually reached your goal, you're going to actually look back and be like, wow, actually, that went a lot faster than I thought. For example, year 12. If anyone is in year 12 right now or year 11 listening, or like even year 10, just listen to me right now. Year 11 and 12 go faster than anything you'll ever see. Year, year 11, eh, kind of, I mean, it goes fast, but not that fast. It's kind of normal, but year 12, oh my God, like... You think you've got like nine months before the exams and then boom, you're in term three and the content's nearly over and you're like preparing for exams. Like that gap between finishing classes and preparing for uni, I mean year 12 exams, it's the fastest gap you'll ever see. And you're going to be really unmotivated because you're exhausted for trying so hard for two years and you're going to be like, oh my God, I just want to take a break this is too much, I have too much to revise, I have too much to improve on, but you need to, again, look at how far you've come, and look at how close you are to the end, you've been doing this for months and months and months and months, and you are, like, two weeks away from finishing, and that two weeks will go like that, and once you get home, you're gonna feel so much better, celebrating knowing how hard you tried, rather than kind of half celebrating because you're like well it's over now but did I even put much effort in like I kind of felt like that on my way home from my last exam I mean I was absolutely thrilled I was like screaming and jumping around in my room when I got home but I almost felt a sense of like do I actually deserve to feel like this because I feel like I didn't studies hard for this chemistry exam it was my last one the chemistry exam it was my least confident one because I was not very confident in that class so I didn't I didn't study as much as that in that class as I did with other classes because that's how just that's how BC works um and I almost felt like guilty for not trying as hard and celebrating for the fact that it's over but like you're allowed to celebrate for, for what you've done like, I had tried so hard. I put so much effort into, like, year 12 and VCE. It was stressful as hell, but it was worth it because I just reached my goal. Like, the ATAR I got allowed me to 
just by like that much slip into my course that I wanted to get into and made me realize well yeah it was hard but like I can look back and be like wow it was worth it it wasn't all for nothing and that might not always be the case when you put in effort into something challenging you might not get the outcome you want but the point is when you put effort into something even if you don't even if you don't reach the goal that you originally wanted it doesn't mean that it was what's the word for nothing you know it doesn't mean that it was all a waste of time and it was not something you should bother doing again like it's you you would have gotten something out of it if I didn't get into the course I wanted I still tried so hard in uni that I would still have an ATAR that I could get into a, a different course that I would still enjoy and if I didn't try I wouldn't be able to get into that course either or when you let's say you're drawing a picture for a competition and you want first prize because it means you'll get a hundred dollars you'll get it published in the paper and you will really be proud of yourself let's say you get third place and you put so much effort into this picture and you're so disappointed that you didn't get first place and you're like why did I even bother I didn't get first place even though I put so much effort into it why would I bother doing it again because clearly I'm not good enough but you need to look at the fact that you got third place and you got maybe a voucher to go to Coles and buy whatever you want, I don't know, and get like a special mention in the newspaper as well. And you've still come out with this amazing picture that you can hang on your wall and you can be like, I put effort into that and even though I didn't get first place, I'm still really proud of what I what I achieved and I've practiced my skill, I've improved on myself and maybe I can look at the first place person and learn from them. It's really quite hard to to feel like you've achieved something when you don't achieve what you originally wanted. Um, anyway, I'm really going off on a tangent, but um, when you have actually reached your goal, here's what you should do. So we don't want to over-celebrate and you don't want to under-celebrate. So for me, I have finished my course, I mean, course, I still have three more years to finish my course. I have finished my current round of classes and now I just have to work for exams. But to me, finishing classes is a is a massive achievement in itself. Finishing all the coursework and like without falling behind, it's huge in my opinion. And the exams should be easy since I've already like put a lot of effort into the classes. I know what I'm doing, but I'll still study, of course. Um, but celebrating the end of classes involved me getting bubble tea, going out with my friends. I went to the city. We we got some food, had some drinks. I didn't drink because I didn't feel like it, and that's okay. You just have to do what you want to do, and for me, that was just going and hanging out with friends. I had a bath today, and I... Um, I've been reading my book heaps. I've been finally getting back into that. I'm allowing myself to do a podcast episode. And I've 
really achieved a lot by putting in these little interventions during my studies, such as like motivational quotes on my phone. I have them on my home screen. So every time I open my phone, I'll see a motivational quote and it's like kind of cringy, but it's like, I like it. It's good. <laughs> it makes me happy. The gratitude stuff, keeping everything on my desk clean. Just like little things that I've done to help myself stay focused have had a massively huge positive impact on me overall. So I'm like really grateful for how much effort I put in because it's going to have lasting positive outcomes, including achieving what I wanted to achieve. So taking a break and indulging in what you love once you achieve what you want is really important. You you need to not under celebrate. Like when you achieve something that like is really meaningful to you, don't ever feel like you don't deserve it. You know, you don't don't ever feel like you don't deserve a reward or to celebrate or to have a break because you need time to reflect on what you've achieved and it will help you learn from it and and even do better in the future like it's people think it's maladaptive to spend too much time celebrating what you've achieved because you could be focusing on the next thing but then how are you going to focus on the next thing if you don't even realize what what didn't work or what did work last time you know you know what I mean so you need to celebrate your progress as well as your success. So the fact that you've succeeded in what you wanted to achieve needs to be celebrated. But even if you didn't achieve what you originally wanted to, you can still celebrate your progress because you would have made some progress. Don't ever feel like you have made no progress because even just like trying to achieve a task, like trying to complete an essay without procrastinating, even if you end up procrastinating, at least you've been thinking about it. The progress is the fact that you've been thinking about it and recognizing that it's a problem and now you're actually constructively thinking about how I can fix that and do better next time. It's progress. There's progress everywhere. You just need to know where to look, you know. So do fun stuff. Recognize what you don't normally give yourself time to do. You might be like, yeah, but when, I, when I'm when i doing something challenging, I still allow myself to do everything I enjoy. I still exercise. I still play games. I still draw. I still read. I still do all the things I enjoy. And I'm like, yeah, but what is something you would really enjoy that you kind of didn't really want to do while you were studying or doing whatever you were doing because you were too focused? When was the last time you went to a friend's house? When was the last time you drove to the beach? I'm going to do that tomorrow. Sorry, no, not tomorrow. On Sunday. Because it's Friday Friday night right now. When was the last time you went out for breakfast with someone you love? When was the last time you went to see a movie? It's just small things like that. Like, when was the last time you allowed yourself to go shopping and buy something you you'll enjoy or go buy those nice shoes you've been looking at online and you've been considering getting one. Just get it. Allow yourself to buy it and let it represent your success. 
like that bubble tea and the bath and the going to the beach on Sunday, like it's all representing to me. It's not just, oh, I feel like having a good day. It's like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been looking forward to for months. And don't get me wrong, like I would still get bubble tea while studying if I'm like trying to finish all my classes. I'd still go get it if I really wanted to because like I'm allowed to or like go to the beach. But like when you've when you don't do it very often and you do it once you've succeeded, it really just feels extra deserved and it feels extra good because you've been waiting for it and you've been you've been it's been your goal in your mind it's been your reward anyway I've been I'm just repeating myself now so that's pretty much all I had to say honestly like I've achieved so much over the past four months like I'm kind of glad I've taken a break from the podcast because now I'm able to recognize I've still been listening to podcasts like other people's. I've been listening to Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain. That was the first podcast I ever really listened to and that she was the reason I started this podcast, so shout out to her. And also, I've been listening to this podcast called um, Surviving Your 20s or something. Hang on, let me let me get it up. I'm not even in my 20s, I'm 19, but like... I enjoy it because it's still relevant to me. It's how to enjoy... Oh, it's called The Psychology of Your 20s by iHeart. No, by Gemma Speg. The Psychology of Your 20s by Gemma Speg. It's on iHeart Podcasts and I listen to it on Spotify. But um, she's got such a nice voice. I love her voice. It's super relaxing. And um, she basically talks about everyday like life stuff like psychology under like the underlying psychology of every everyday stuff ego I'm just looking through her episodes right now attachment styles trauma depression in a teenager forgiving yourself kind of just like self self um care kind of things as well as the psychology and like sciencey kind of side of things it's really interesting I enjoy it a lot she has a lot more followers than me so I would recommend going and checking her out because <laughs> um I really enjoy it at least um so yeah I think it's been really beneficial because now I can recognize what I enjoy the most about podcasts and that's basically it's just a self it's a rant to me the podcast is my it's my audit it's my audio diary pretty much i'm a good talker when i'm comfortable i will talk and talk and talk as you can tell i'll go on tangents i'll go completely off the rails and it's quite hard for me to stay on topic if i'm being honest so i have to have notes with me to keep me at at bay but i find it also quite difficult to pick a topic i i nearly changed my topic idea here like four times before, right before I started recording, I couldn't decide if I wanted to record today or tomorrow because I knew I knew that by the time I started recording tomorrow, all my notes from today wouldn't make sense. Like, I write the notes right before I record because that's when my juices are still running. And when I write a note, a little dot point saying self-care, 
I know what that means specifically in my head. Whereas tomorrow that I'm like, what? That's such a broad term. What, what do you mean self-care? Anyway, so I'm going to wrap it up because it's 9.30 and I'm an old lady and I like going to bed early. Well, actually, no, I'll probably go to bed in two hours, but it takes me a long time to get ready for bed (laughs) and actually turn my light off and put my phone down. But it's just the way I run. I would like to give a shout out to someone who um, just reached out and said they they responded to my art account on Instagram. It's if you want to check it out, it's called isa.p underscore art. It's a little drawing of Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon as the profile picture. That is my art account, my tiny little corner of the internet which has like almost no followers but like I enjoy it um yeah this guy reached out to me saying I like your art and like complimented the podcast and I was like oh my god people actually listen to it that's very sweet and it like kind of made me realize when I try to put stuff out out into the world and I feel like I don't get much back I actually am reaching more people than I think because when I look at the statistics and stuff of the podcast, like, it says I'm reaching, like, 30 countries and, like, lots of places in the world, like, I've that I would have never guessed. Like, I, I get, like, 20 listeners-ish on each episode, maybe. But the point is I'm still reaching people, even if they don't stay in touch and listen regularly, they still hear me you know at least once they might listen to one episode and be like eh she's not really my vibe and I'm like yeah but you listened in the first place and the fact that I'm reaching people is actually quite a privilege to be honest so I'm really happy about that so if you're listening and you're like I don't actually know you in person like you're not family or friend I mean you're all my friends because you're my listeners you're my family but my in-person family is different to my online family so if you guys don't know me and you're just listening and you're still listening honestly I would have stopped listening to this episode right now because I'm just ranting but I love you guys so much and I really appreciate you listening because it makes me feel like I'm actually reaching people and I don't mind if I don't reach anyone because like I just enjoy talking and like expressing my thoughts that's the whole point of the podcast but it's it is nice to know that people do hear me so I look forward to being more regular with the episodes I'll get creative I will think of more topics and if you have any suggestions I think you can leave a comment you can leave a review I believe I honestly I I used to promote this kind of thing on the podcast at the end of every episode but it just gets annoying and boring for listeners so I don't bother anymore so thank you so much anyway I I love and appreciate you all and I will talk to you next week I promise (laughs) bye for now